Beaters, welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Couldn't be worse. Couldn't be worse. Yeah, feel like a bag of dicks. That's great. This drink We're, is medicinal. What, what's in that one? It's margarita. Yeah, Delicious. that's good for you. It'll put some, it's got some uh, it's got citrus some in it. C. Yeah, yeah. prevents you from getting scurvy. I actually know a guy in Winnipeg that literally got scurvy. From uh, what? <laughs> it sounds impossible. Is he a pirate? Nowadays. He refuses to eat fruit or vegetables. Yeah, that's how you get scurvy. <laughs> he only eats meat, uh, and sometimes potatoes. Maybe not. Does even. Jordan Peterson get scurvy all the time? That's what I was like. How did he not get it? My friend literally got it. He went to the doctor, and the doctor they ran a bunch of blood tests, and he was like, "Yeah, you got scurvy there." <laughs> Could you imagine his fucking face? No, I can't. Tag, tag to someone in the in the 21st century that they have scurvy. <laughs> yeah, you had to give them, like, vitamin... Here, take one of vitamin C tablets. Dude, that could happen to you on this chicken strips and fries diet. Oh, dude, fries or potatoes, man. I'm good. <laughs> I don't think fries prevent scurvy. I don't think... Dude, how much vitamin C is in potatoes? Um, not I think a lot. potatoes have every vitamin but one. I think that's a fact. No. Yeah? Couldn't be. Every essential vitamin but one. When not we, all those weird... 13s and so shit. So you got the essential vitamins and the non-essential vitamins? I think that is a thing, So isn't there's, it? like, vitamins that are, like, workers that don't really need to show up. Exactly. And there's only, like, four vitamins that you really need, like C, B, and like D. Like, how much zinc do I need in my body? You know what I mean? I, yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not eating dirt. I don't know where it's coming from. I guess meat. Yeah, who, it's coming from somewhere. I, actually, I saw a thing once where they took a, they blended up a bunch of spinach because it's like really high in iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they ran a magnet beside the while the blender was going, and it built up like a little bit of actual metal. And I was like, oh, it's actual metal. Like on <laughs> Mythbusters type style? Yeah. I thought it was just like a different thing. Remember, that, remember <laughs> yeah. that scene in X-Men where they got Magneto in that plastic prison? And the, they send in the the guard to go look, and he and he all of a sudden looks up from his plastic chessboard, and he goes, "There's too much iron in your blood." And he like lifts the guy up and sucks all the iron out of him oh. and makes three iron balls. No, I thought that was the most preposterous Tony thing I've ever heard. But you're telling me, I'm telling you, it's literal, it's iron. literal iron. <laughs> Fucking, you can make if we run it out, we just got to start bleeding human beings, and we're good to go. That's badass. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I did know that spinach was good for you if you were low on iron. Cause it's, it's high in iron. Hi, yeah. Also, also, you know what's crazy? What? Cook it in cast iron and see what happens. <laughs> what does happen? That just has more iron. It's heavy metal for yeah. breakfast? Yeah, dude, that's the, that's the heaviest metal breakfast you can have. Just pure spinach. Spinach? Just a giant pile that turns into this much grossness in a plate. Well, Kyle. So what's going on with you, dude? Fucking not a lot. I've noticed that you're letting the rest of your face catch up to your duster, so yeah. you can't really be saying you have a duster I still anymore. Got a duster, <laughs> hardly, dude. It's there. You have a little bit longer beard. It is crazy how much the beard like catches up. I've shaved. I've trimmed it aggressively since I've had the mustache. I left it for like four days. It's already back. Well, are you, gonna, tell, are you going to be a mustache guy or are you going to be a beard guy? I was too. Uh, Wanted to puke in this thing too much to trim it before the podcast. <laughs> I was going to do it. Dude, I'm in rough shape. This is this is going to be a rough fucking episode. I literally might throw up. I feel it. I, I if feel you do throw up, can you please not throw up on the mic per se, but 
I want it to get caught, like picked. I want just, the, the I'll just noise. shoot it down this hole. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Right on the <laughs> CPU and <laughs> the central processing unit. Uh, you were talking about KFC earlier. Nothing makes you want to puke more than thinking about KFC. Oh, right I'm, now. nothing makes me hungrier than going. Dude, I've eaten KFC every day this week. I was saying, it's the fucking best. The mighty bucket for one. Two pieces of chicken, two tenders, popcorn, chicken, and fries for like ten bucks. Wow, that's a steal, dude. It really is. I gotta, I gotta, I'm very curious about this. This is a legit KFC question. chicken strips are the best chicken strips in the world. I was gonna ask Young T. They're the fucking Get best. Get on the mic, dude. They're like they're chicken, but like I've never really tried them. You've never tried them. I don't really go to KFC. You have a really. podcast called Chicken Fingers and Fries, <laughs> and you haven't eaten Kentucky Fried Chicken's chicken. Fingers? I guess you got to try every single fast food Chicken Fingers and Fries to like that. Just be your thing. I guess. <laughs> what a shitty thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're gonna have like 14 episodes. <laughs> <They're just done. laughs> what is uh? Do you? This is my serious question. Do you like uh like fried chicken as much as chicken fingers, or do the bones scare you too much? Um, that's the bones scare too much. <laughs> I fucking knew scare, it. Yeah, <laughs> bones scare me. That's, that's smart. All this food is like <laughs> fucking safety padded. It's like children's food. Like you can't eat it wrong? Yeah, you can't. There's no fucking way you can kill yourself. Unless you just swallow it whole somehow. Um, do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? I don't even know where I am right now. Okay, well, last week we read about King David wanted to build a house for God, right? Because God lives in a tent. Yeah. And David's like, you deserve to live in a temple. And God was and like, like, nah, dude, nah, that's I'm your house. Fan. That's your house, brah. Yeah, and then, and then he sang this uh, ridiculously long prayer. To God, and it was just basically saying how God, awesome God was. That's sweet. And that's where we are. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. So, Second Samuel, chapter 8. Oh, you don't know how I'm going to host this show after this fucking episode. <laughs> I can barely... Just stay present, Kyle. <laughs> that's it. Stay with I'm me. I'm fucking just barely awake on... right now. Okay, well, just see if you can... Do I seem drunk? Yeah, you seem a little... Yeah. I, of... I haven't drank. This was the first sip I've had all day. What time did you go to bed? I don't know. And the, was the sun up? No. No, it was like two in the morning. So a reasonable time? Reasonable, no, well, ir- reasonable if you're shit-faced. Yeah. Yeah. In the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them. He took Metheg Amma from the control of the Philistines. David also defeated the Moabites. He made them lie down on the ground and measured them off with a length of cord. Every two lengths of them were put to death. And the third length was allowed to live. The cord? Yeah, so I guess they got a cord that's as long as a man, uh-huh. or however long this cord is. And so he's killing essentially two-thirds of the population. The Romans did it by death. How does that work? Um, just, two, well, two lengths of cord. We don't know how long it is, but he made them all lie on the ground. Oh, okay. And every time he got to a marker, every two lengths of cord, all right, kill this guy. Go down the thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what he did. Who did this? Um, David did this to the Moabites. Why? Uh, that's what you do in the olden days. You really got to kill your enemies completely or else they'll come back. Why not kill them all? Well, and you why think go through the ritual? The rigmarole or the ritual? The You know, the randomness. I don't know. I, I don't know why he <clears throat> would do that. Why be fair about it? You're murdering a third of the population and you have to I be don't know. fair a all lot of a sudden? A lot of people did stuff like that. Like uh, Genghis Khan would have you walk by a uh, wagon. And if you were over the height of the axle, so if you're a child older than, let's say, they did it by height, not age. But if you were over the axle height, they cut your head off. So, cool. Yeah. 
I almost. <laughs> I'm good. I. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do here. Are you gonna? You don't. Just puke then. Should we pause it? No, we're good. We're good. good. <laughs> you know what's? It's that's bizarre. I maybe it's because they're trying to defer guilt. Is that possible? That it's I like think... it's random chance. It's like not me choosing. It's the gods. Yeah. yeah by how is... long the cord is. Well, they're killing. So he made every. Let's see. Every two lengths of them were. He made them lie down on the ground. He says them, so I think that's the whole population. I think he killed all the warriors when he defeated them, and now this is like the women and children. Women and now? children, and you just don't want to have too many of your neighbors left alive when you leave a place, yeah. Because then they're going to come Why back. Why not and, kill them all? I mean, you could kill them all, but you can keep a third of them alive, and then they're going to they're going to farm and give you tribute every year. You could kill them all if you have pl- people to go and run those farms. But if you want a profitable farm the next year, you, if you kill everybody that lives there, you're not going to get animals, food. Point. You want to get shit. Yeah. Moreover, so the Moabites became subject to David and brought, and brought tribute. That's exactly why you don't kill them all for tribute. Moreover, David fought Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. When he went to Re- turn my headset down. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's just going to use this time to meditate. Oh, I'm just sweating right now for no reason. Um, when he went to restore his control along the Euphrates River, David captured a thousand of his chariots and seven thousand charioteers. Um, Septuagint says seventeen hundred of his charioteers. So that's way different. He goes. There's a note here that says the Septuagint. That's the Greek. Bible that they found mm-hmm. says uh, 1,700 charioteers instead of seven or er, 7,000. So that's a kind of a big discrepancy. I don't know what we'll go with. We'll go with 7,000 7, here. Whatever it says, you know. 7,000, 20,000 foot soldiers. He humst- hamstrung all but 100 of the chariot horses. That's pretty gnarly. So he... <laughs> Do you know how to hamstring a horse? No. You fucking cut the, their hamstrings and their back legs so they basically are useless. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't know why they don't kill the horse, but they hamstrung all these horses. When the Armenians... Well, it's more efficient. Or the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hadezers, king of Zobah, David struck down 22,000 of them. He put garrisons in Aramean, kingdom of Damascus, and the Arameans became subject to him and brought tribute. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. little interesting piece of trivia. Damascus is the oldest city in the world. Really? Yeah. Jericho is the oldest walled city in the world, and uh, Damascus is the oldest city. That's still Is it still called that? Yeah. Zawar's from there. From Damascus? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> A kid we do comedy with is uh, all the way from Syria. David took the gold the shields that belonged to the officers of Hadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Tiba and Berathai, towns that belonged to Hadezer, King David took a great quantity of bronze. When Tu, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadezer, he sent his son Joram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in the battle over Hadezer, who had been at war with Tu. Joram had brought with him Articles of silver, gold, and bronze. So David's basically just defeating all of his neighbors and taking their shit. Cool. King. Can you see how fat I am? Or am I good? 
King David dedicated these articles to the Lord, as he had done with the silver and gold from all the nations he had subdued, Edom and Moab, the Ammonites and the Philistines of Amalek and Amalek. What? Yeah. Stay with us, Kyle. We got it. (laughs) He also dedicated the plunder (laughs) he had taken from Hadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David became famous after he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Saul. Wasn't he already famous? He got re-famous. He got even more famous. Doubly famous. famous, Crazier famous. Now there's movies about him. Before there was just songs. Well, he's famous in Israel. Now he's famous in the whole region, right? Um, He put garrisons throughout Edom, and all the Edomites became subject to David, and the Lord gave David victory wherever he went. David's officials. David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for his people. Joab, son of Zeruiah, was over the army, and Jehoshaphat, son of Ahiad, was the recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, son of Abathar, were priests. Saria was the secretary. Benaiah, son of Jehoiadiah, <laughs> was over oh, the Carathites and the Pelathites. <laughs> David's sons were royal advisors. Typical. Typical uh, nepotism. The boss's sons get to be the advisors. David and Mephibosheth. Wow, first try. Nice. Nice David asked, Is there anyone still left in the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? So David wants to do something nice in memory of his old friend Jonathan. So is there any yeah. of his relatives left alive? Yeah, who can I fuck? <laughs> any dudes that can fuck in the memory of my... Now there was a friend? servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They called him to appear before David. Oh, and, I fucking knew it. Here it comes. And the king said to him, Are you Ziba? Your servant, he replied. The king asked, Is there no one still left of the house of Saul whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba answered the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in both feet. <laughs> Perfect. He can't get away. <laughs> so I can do this. <laughs> Where is Wasn't he? that like a thing that someone got that uh, God cursed a person? Wasn't didn't God curse somebody David, by saying they will be crippled in their David feet or cursed something? his general Joab to say, "May there always be someone in your f- family oh, okay. that walks with a limp." Right. Right. Mephibosheth was Jonathan's son, and when they brought the news that Jonathan and David died. His nurse heard such bad news that she dropped the baby and crippled him forever. Is that the story? That's the story. We read that story, actually, already on the podcast. We must have. Yeah. Because he's fully grown now. Dude, I don't see how that's... I mean, what a terrible day. Your dad and your grandpa, grandpa are dead. <laughs> <laughs> then they just do the old Did thing. Did they not have the, like, sit down, I got some bad news? <laughs> or is it just, like, no matter what you're doing? Just juggling knives. Juggling babies, I guess. They're doing the old throwing the baby in the air. I have terrible news. Wait till it gets to the top. Yeah. And it goes, your dad grandson's What? (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Fucking people back then are just irresponsible. (laughs) Just irresponsible. Every single one of them. No news giving tact. (laughs) No bad news tact. (laughs) Uh. 
So where is he, King David asked. Ziba answered, he is at the house of Maker, son of Emil, in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from Lodabar, from the house of Maker, son of Emil. Some dry toast. I could really go for some (laughs) dry toast. So so King David had him brought before Lodabar, in the house of Maker, son of Emil. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth! Your servant, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show your kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan, and I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? I think that's saying, like, why? Why notice a... Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. shit. (laughs) Fucking, I'm a crippled piece of shit. (laughs) Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, son of your grandson of your master, you will always eat at my table. Now, Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. I guess that's saying... The crippled dude? No, no, no. Ziba, Ziba was the ex, like, mass, like, first slave of King Saul. So Ziba was kind of looking after... He's he, Picture him like um, Alfred to Batman. He's the guy that was oh, okay. looking after everything. and He's a butler. Yeah. And so David says, you, Ziba... That used to look after Saul. You make sure you look after Saul's grandson, and I'll be providing for you. Don't you worry about it. I got it all covered. You know what sucks about those situations? Like, they make, like, Alfred and those, like, magical butlers in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few of them. They make them look so cool, but then you re- – <laughs> like, he treats them so well, right? That's, like, the whole thing. He's, like, mm-hmm. loves them, and they, there's this symbiotic relationship. Except he's essentially held captive with no family. <laughs> I always wonder – No kids. Yeah. No girl. No anything. It's like if you really liked him, yeah, he's always get him a, some pussy, dude. He's literally, you were with three girls in every fucking shot of that movie. <laughs> Bring some back for Alfred. He's he lives at the house too. Like yeah, he's always he never on gets call. to leave. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how how much would you have to pay a guy to be always on call? What's like, what is money worth exactly, if you can't spend it? You can't. No, no amount of money. Fuck all of that. <laughs> Well, there could be a time. It could be like I've never seen a person cleaning that place year. either in any of the shots of that movie. Which would imply that Alfred has to dust that whole fucking house. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just all day. That's what you're doing all day. While, while he's out and about in his Batmobile. Just could you imagine being that guy's butler? Like you're Batman and Bruce Wayne. You mm-hmm. know, you're one of the few people that know both. Mm-hmm. He's just bringing, having huge parties. Bringing back thousands of hot chicks. And he, I've never seen Alfred at one of those parties. He's, I've never seen him. He was at the park party where Heath Ledger, the Joker, was at. He was, was he? Yeah, okay. he was giving everybody hors d'oeuvres. So <laughs> oh, he was he actually yeah. serving them? Yeah, he was bringing people <laughs> fucking sucks. champagne. <laughs> that sucks so much. The main dude. You can't hire staff for that. You know, get the Alfred dude a is break. the staff. I know, but like extra. He's the help. That is fucking brutal. So that's what this guy is. But this guy gets the fuck. He's Ziba, 15 kids. Ziba is that guy. Yeah, but, but he's like Philippa 15 Sheth- kids. Yeah, he has 15 sons and 20 servants. So he, the ser- main servant. His own servants. That's what I'm talking about. Servants. That's what Alfred needs. 
Then Ziba said to the king, Your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mastibaseth, Jesus Christ, that word's hard to say. So Mastibaseth, I lost it. I had it at the beginning of the podcast. Have you seen all the fucking statues that are getting ripped down? Like all of them. Okay, yeah. Have you been watching that shit? I'm, I mean, it's less and less news every time one happens. I know, but, but the list it, is, I, I saw someone it, read it out. I know the list is on, huge. It took like five minutes. Yeah, it's, I, on Wikipedia, it's like real, real long. It's crazy. I guess we're just, ter- I get they heard our podcast. As soon as they start canceling yeah. churches, yeah. burning churches like the Fantoff Church in Norway, 1992, baby. But here's the thing. <laughs> they rip out all the statues. Where do you stop? You have to kind of go for churches next, you don't can't, you? I mean... That that would be considered a hate crime, so they're not going to do it. Probably. Who's like tear down the pyramids? Slaves built them. Slave owners own them. Yeah, this is a, this they're they're fucking they're literally coffins for uh whatever. Yeah, how whatever far, they're called how far pharaohs back, back in history built you by go. thousands of slaves. Okay. Tear them down. They tear tr- down the pyramids. They inf- fuck them. They inf- fuck history. In fact. Right? They tried to tear down the pyramids, and it was too hard. <laughs> Is that why it's missing chunks? Yeah. They, <laughs> For real? Yeah, they used those stones to make like walls in one of the wars, and uh, turns out it was harder. They were in there so good, it was actually easier to just mine new stones than it was to take the ones off the pyramid. Huh. Yeah. That, makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go as far to say as every nice building, like with good stonework, was built by a slave okay. <laughs> of some kind. And we should burn it all down. Right? Fuck it. Burn <laughs> everything that's nice. It's all built by slavery. Everything. If you want to take Fuck the- your... I like how people are tweeting about it on their phone. Made by slaves. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know? Like, tear this one down. You're tweeting on it on a slave phone. So, I don't know what we're doing here. Where were we? Eleven... Thank you. Does Canada uh, even have any statues? We have statues. They're mostly out east. We oh, have... I saw one with uh, Pierre Trudeau. Can... The thing is, Canada's not that old, yeah. so we don't have very many. Most no. statues are from an ancient Plus, we had era. the Underground Railroad, so no big deal. <laughs> Harriet Tubman. What were you going to say about... Have you ever seen a Pierre Trudeau statue? People keep on spraying blackface on it. <laughs> Spray painting <laughs> blackface which is so funny because they're they're cleaning it like immediately they're getting it like a they have like full-time watch on this thing now. has the trudeau has the statue one black worn blackface more than justin has absolutely not <laughs> yeah that's a that's all that's that's justin, a, <laughs> that was like his thing right it he, was his thing he, he was like i'm gonna go as aladdin every year <laughs> you know i don't know people used to go as mr t there's like in the 80s, there's like thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of probably of pictures of hundreds of thousands. If you think about the tens. amount of people in the U.S., there's no way biggest there's... show of all time. It was one of the most. You know how like there's popular Halloween costumes yeah. for years. Mr. T was like a yeah, you can buy super popular costume, and kit. most people went blackface. At Value Village, you can get the Mr. T kit. It's got the chain. It's got the. I don't understand why that's offensive. It's got I like the wife don't. beater. I um, don't. I literally don't understand. I get why minstrel shows are this offensive. Is, this is why I get the like the giant lips and all that. The caricature of a black person. I get why that's offensive. I think it's because um, I think this is. I don't know for this for sure, but I think it's because back when uh, they wouldn't let black people act in movies, they just had white people do it all. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Like minstrel shows and shit. So that's the point. I think. And then it's but just, it's not like that anymore. It's a, but it's a hangover from that because it was, 
it's you're celebrating. I don't know what the why. You, I don't, you, you have to get a black person to explain. If to you. you could tell, two hundred years ago, yeah, or four hundred. How long is slavery? Four hundred. Two hundred. I think four. No, they abolished it in the eighteen hundreds. Didn't okay. they? Uh, like, I, I'm not positive. <laughs> Generations ago, right? If you could go back to slavery. And tell slaves. America's only 1776. Talk about America. Yeah, I'm just talking about That's America. That's when it was founded. That's like 400 years ago. Could you imagine going back to slavery times, mm-hmm. telling the slaves that people that look like them will be so famous that white people will dress up as them including wearing the color of their skin and do you think anyone would think that's offensive? Um it's not. I don't think they got really offended back I no, that's my whole point. Does that does that series of steps sound offensive at all? I don't know. Wanting to look like someone you idolize? How is that offensive? I don't understand it. I feel like neither of us are qual- qualified to talk about it. Why? Because <laughs> why, Caleb? Because we're both white guys. Say it. There you go. <laughs> that's what the, what. That's the only reason. I mean, why the fuck? What, what do we have to add to this conversation? I don't know. Nothing really. <laughs> it's just weird to me. It is weird. It's just like. I get why some of them are offensive, but you pick a movie star that you love and want to be, I don't and that's they, offensive somehow. Well, they weren't movie stars. That's the point. No, but Mr. T is. I was talking about Mr. Oh, T. Oh, Mr. T, yeah, You're sure. like dressing up as Mr. T, which everyone loved Mr. I T. Don't, yeah, I don't know why. The point is- People still like Mr. T. That movie- It's because it's one of those things that's been declared offensive so now you're just offended because you see it because people see, that's say what it's I think offen- it is. offensive. That's what I think. I don't think people are actually offended. Well, like, honestly, I don't think it's- you, I don't think- Anyone can say if anyone else is offended or not. You can't say. Yes, I can. I can pick it up. <laughs> Here's an example. Yesterday, where like my sister and my dad are over, right? Yeah. And I was trying to uh, describe Brie, mm-hmm. uh, the fucking cross-dressing comic. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't think of the word cross-dresser, so I said transvestite. And apparently, that's offensive now. Yeah. Because my sister just lost her shit. What did she say? Right. Just she's like huffing and. She's like gave me started giving me a lecture, and I was like, started with what? Don't like, say that because. Oh, absolutely, and no because it's never because they never have a fucking reason. So <laughs> I go, don't say that. I go, Brie and Valina was there, our friend, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, Brie says to call her that. By the way, him. See, I that's that's how that's what keeps happening. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> that's what kept happening. And then I was I kept on going back and forth, and I was like, they're transvestite. I couldn't think of the word cross in the moment. And and I was like, how did that become offensive? And I was like, Brie wouldn't care. None of the trans people I've ever met have given a shit about that. So I was like, who who's getting offended right now? And she's like, I am. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Guess what? I don't care if you're offended. I'm not I would care you. if I offended Brie. I would care. Yeah. I don't care if you're offended on their behalf. That doesn't make any sense to me. People, I don't give a shit. People really need to stop getting offended on somebody else's behalf. Well, that's my point. It was completely fake. She wasn't offended. I could tell she wasn't offended. But she, she ha- just had to say it. Reacted yeah, offended? Yeah, fucking... No, she didn't even... She just said all the words that you're supposed to say when you're offended without act, having any emotion behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. It doesn't ha- that doesn't happen to me because I don't lean in to try to offend people I, all the time. <laughs> see, this time I wasn't. But then as soon as she reacted, I was like, oh, hell yeah, here we go. I can't believe – it's funny to me that you guys still fight about stuff like this because I feel like – I've known you for two years, and she's known you her whole life. Yeah. So, like, I know what I'm going to get if I <laughs> – like, smarten up. 
<laughs> she's really bad at that shit, man. It's so fun. It's like, how do you take debate every time? That's that's the thing. I have no idea. <laughs> and I didn't even actually try to bait that one. And then I started thinking about it more. And I was like, so transvestite is bad for what reason? Because it's close to the word transgender or tranny? I don't know. Even though that was a bad word well before tra- transvestite was just what it was called when dudes wore women's clothes. It was never offensive. And it's only offensive now by like just the crossover in the sound of the word. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I just I stay out of it. I have no reason What's to What's that word that sounds like the N word? Bigger? No, no, no. Trigger. <laughs> I guess they all do. <laughs> There's It's not nagger. Snigger? No, I don't I don't remember. Oh, niggardly. Niggardly. You know how like that became offensive, <laughs> even though it means nothing. It's not offensive to oh, say. Are you kidding? I said it on the podcast a few weeks ago, and you guys flipped out. And I was like, "That's a real word." No, I knew it was. It was just funny <laughs> to pretend like you said the N word. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I you say that in public and see what looks people get because people don't know it's a real word anymore. <laughs> I swear to God, people get offended. Use it. In, I swear. Use it in your hosting tonight. See if he can slip it in there. <laughs> this audience is looking very niggardly what if he, tonight. What if you call a Jew niggardly? That would be the ultimate. Look at that niggardly kike. <laughs> <laughs> Name of the podcast. Don't act <laughs> true. All right, let's get back to the Bible here. We're uh, oh god, we're almost done this section. Do we? I don't think we have time to start a whole story about David defeating the Ammonites. We're at, we're at half an hour. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast is off the fucking rails, it's a dude. Grind. Mithibosheth had a young son named Mika, and, and all the members of Ziba's oh, household. my sister's dog's yeah, you name. Gotta, you gotta read 11. Ser- okay. Then Ziba said to the king, your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mithibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mithibosheth had a son named Mika, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mithibosheth. And Mithibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table and he was crippled in both feet. The fucking soundboard died. Cool story, hey? He always, yeah, he's now he's famous. Awesome. That's like the whole thing. So they have a Is this supposed to be a story about how awesome David is because he rescued a crippled guy? Yeah, and he gave him all of Saul's old estate back. See, he's not a bad guy. Not only did he not kill Saul, who pursued him. Saul killed himself. Yeah, but he had many chances. Yeah. Not only did he not do that, he gave his, like, shittiest crippled ancestor a seat at the fucking table forever because david is very magnanimous in the course of time the king of the ammonites died and his son hanun succeeded him as king david thought i will show my kindness to hanun son of nahash just as his father showed kindness to me so david sent a delegation to express his sympathy to hanun concerning his father when david's men came to the land of the ammonites the ammonite nobles said to Hanun their lord do you think david is honoring your father by sending men to you to express his sympathy hasn't david sent them to explore your city and spy it out to overthrow it so Hanun seized david's men and shaved off half of each man's beard cut off their garments in the middle of the buttocks and sent them away he cut the ass out of his pants yeah (laughs) and then i'm not supposed to believe that he just left it like that they cut out. They cut their garments in the middle of the butt. I think they the just middle of the ass. I think they sliced his pants in half. Like so, he's got two legs, two separate legs of pants instead of 
You sure about that? It says they cut their garments in the middle at the buttocks. Yeah. Yeah. So they just cut them. Why would you want that? Name no, one. he's, he's humi- humiliating them. He shaved off half their beards and cut their clothes off and then sent them back to Israel. So that, get the that fuck literally out of happened to me. <laughs> in in I Mexico? Was, I was 13. No, no, no. 13 <laughs> on a bus trip in hockey. Yeah. And I had one of those creepy little 13-year-old mustaches that I was too scared to ask my dad to Cookie help me dusters. shave it. Brutal. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it, but I didn't. I was too scared to ask. It's fucking crazy, dude. The amount of how weird I was as a kid is shocking. <laughs> like, you think I'm weird now? You should have fucking what seen me back then. What did you think would happen if you asked your dad? I don't to- know. Just overwhelming <laughs> levels of anxiety. <laughs> for I don't know. I have no idea. I couldn't explain it to you now because it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but at that time, there's no way you were asking oh, for help. Oh, 100% chance, though. So, so you got this on your face, and you can't shave it, and you can't ask for help. Yeah, and you're exactly. just living your so life. So what happened? Yes, I'm just living Under my this life. this cloud of just this hating it. wispy mustache. Just greasy little fucking 13-year-old stash. And then we're on a bus trip for hockey. And I fall asleep, right, like before most people. So mm. they think it'd be funny to shave my mustache off. <laughs> and I wake up. Oh, no, please don't. Yeah, literally. I wake up as they put what? the... As they put, like, the shaving cream on. Yeah. And then I just pretend I'm sleeping still. <laughs> But those fuckers at least shaved half of it. <laughs> so I look like an asshole. But I'm like walking off the bus smiling. Did you think they shaved Because I all get of it? to shave. No, I get to. Sh- I'm just happy because now I get to, shave to have an half. excuse to shave the other half. <laughs> That's a true story. Dude, I am fucking broken. That is. Uh, that's quite hilarious. Fucking iPad just restarted. So he cut yeah, so they cut off their clothes and sent them on their way. When David was yeah, what told, end of the spectrum is being completely retarded. Um <clears throat> Well, there's both ends are completely I think I'm retarded. both ends. There's like <laughs> I think I'm both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> if you're both ends, then it's just a complete circle. <laughs> yeah. Of retardation, dude. Name that the fucking both write that down both ends, yeah. both ends of the spectrum. Three sixty retard. <laughs> That's actually the uh, they named a skateboard trick after me. It's called the three sixty retard. <laughs> when David it's was called the R flip, dude. <laughs> Triple R flip. When David was told about this, he sent messengers to meet the men, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said. Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown and then come back. <laughs> Don't show your fucking stupid ass shaved face. Yeah, I remember they were supposed to have, but by law, God dictated they weren't allowed to shave the corners of their beards. And that's, oh, okay. That's why they have those. They didn't, though. Prayer cur- well, so this king shaved off their beards. Yeah, so, they're so they weren't allowed. Humiliated. They're they have to wait. That's funny that you have to wait till your beard grows back. Also, that's like a year. I mean, it's like six months, three months. Uh, okay. Fair enough. I, I mean, guess, well, I guess, how long? I guess my duster is growing at an alarming what pace. What is the regulation rate? I shaved my beard, what, three months ago? That's how, like, how long does it have to it be? It looks like you've never brushed it. I, I don't. I just pluck it from here and here. I you have got two this, like, spots. tuft yeah. of, like, neck beard. Just stick it out. It's great. Because you must fucking play with that or something. Eh? I just pull it all day. I have to shave my nose hairs. I have to shave, like, because I fucking just pull at them. Yeah, point, I, I pull at them, poker. too. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> It's just disgusting behavior all around. Well, you got to get... It's worse to leave them. You ever see people with hairs growing out their nose like some fucking forest yes. growing out the bottom of a chimney? My dad has this hair on his face <laughs> that grows beside his nose right here. 
And it's all alone for miles. This thing is in the middle of nowhere, and it gets like two inches long. There's no way. I'm just like, you gotta. How do you not see that? No, he sees it. Block it. How do you not see it? It's right where. If you look at yourself in the mirror, that's it. I don't think he sees it. You couldn't see that and be like, that looks good. You know. He probably like cultivates. Like, oh yeah, my one hair is growing in pretty nice. <laughs> Definitely not shaving that. We're gonna see if I can grow it to the other side of my nose. Well, the thing is, he shaves his face. See it with both eyes. But that's not like on his face. It's <laughs> beside his nose. It's not in like the shaving plane of his face. So he's shaven with one gigantic. <laughs> hair. Looks like the nose hair that escaped his nose is what, exactly what it looks like. Fuck. You ever had like a nose hair that tries to grow the wrong way through your nose? No. Like an ingrown nose I've hair. I've had an ingrown nose hair. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I guess that's what it uh, Yeah, that's the, what I say. It's growing the wrong way. I popped one out through. Like, it was like this huge zit that I popped, and then the hair came out. Like, the root of the hair came out with it through the other side. Like, back. What? Yeah. It was fucked. That is bad. I, <laughs> I thought you were exaggerating. No, man. It hurt like a fuck. Huh. When the Ammonites realized. Welcome it- to the Pimple Popper podcast. <laughs> There's gotta, that's gotta be a podcast. That's oh, a thing. Are you kidding? I know. There's that famous chick on YouTube, Doctor Pimple Popper. She got her TV show based on popping cysts. So, do people sign up to get like on her show? Yeah. Like, where does she also, get? Also, chicks love watching this shit. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's fucking disgusting. But some girls like it. Has that a girl ever asked you to pop? Oh yeah, Camilla does that. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> why? She'll say she calls it her harvest. <laughs> Oh my god! She's like, oh, this, this is, is going nice to sound. This is gonna, I respect Camille. This is going to sound gross, but does does she like cum? Um, I don't think so. No. See, isn't that? I knew that was the answer. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Isn't that insane? That zits are okay and cum is gross. Yeah. So what? One's an infection, and one's a glorious gift I'm giving to <laughs> to a lady. <laughs> When the Ammonites realized that they had become a stench in David's nostrils, they hired 20,000 Aramean foot soldiers from Beth Rehob and Zobah, as well as the king of Makkah with 1,000 a, a men and also 12,000 men from Tob. They, David just beat the Arameans last chapter. I don't think he's too concerned. On hearing this, David sent Joab out with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance to their city gate. While the Arameans of Zobah and Rehob and the men of Tob and Makkah were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there were battle lines in front of him and behind him. So he selected some of his best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of his men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and deployed them against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you are to come to my rescue. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come to rescue you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. When Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arameans, they fled before him. When the Ammonites saw that the Arameans were fleeing, they fled before Abishai and went into the city. So Joab returned from fighting the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. After the Arameans saw that they had been routed by Israel, they regrouped. Hadezer had the Arameans brought from beyond the river, um, that is the Euphrates River. They went to Helam and Shobak, the commander of Hadadezer's army leading them. 
When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel, crossed the Jordan, and went to Halam. Dude, it just comes out <laughs> this is sometimes. So funny. What? All these nonsense words that you have to read. If you don't read them as a huh, yeah. they don't even you can't read them. Yeah, that just you came, can't read it without doing that. That just came out as I was reading. You can't have like every Jewish word has like thirteen consonants in a row. And you're like, <laughs> you can't pronounce that. It's just garbage noise. It sounds like a garburator. <laughs> yeah, that it's what it all is. So they so like no vowels. There's quite a bit, bit of vowels actually, but I'm not going to argue with you about it. Say <laughs> say had a dessert. Had uh had a dessert. Had a dessert. But they fled before Israel, and David killed 7,000 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. Um, Some manuscripts say horsemen. He also struck down Shobak, the commander of their army, and he died there. When all the kings who were vassals of Hadadezer saw that they had been defeated (laughs) by Israel, (laughs) they made peace with the Israelites and became subject to them. So the Arameans were afraid to help the Ammonites anymore. <clears throat> David, next week on the podcast is one of the all-time great stories. David really? And, David and Bathsheba. Do you know this story? No, I know. Mm. I know nothing of the Bible. It's a it's a famous one. Okay, we'll hype it up a little. Um, give, well, me, give me a little taste. Well, David is sitting there on his roof, and he notices the hottest chicken all Israel sunning herself down there in the courtyard. And then he, and he goes, she kills her husband and takes all his that? shit and then fucks her? <laughs> yeah, that's the story. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> that's the whole story. <laughs> I fucking do it. <laughs> well, I kind of told you that David did that before, but this is the time that it happens. Have you... Uh... Bathsheba is just a great name, too. That's a great stripper name. I'm surprised there isn't more strippers or porn stars with, like... Named Bathsheba? Yeah, I mean, Bathsheba... They should really go biblical and start stealing some of these names. I mean, you'd have... You have... Uh... What was that other one I really liked? There's... The, what's the one with that starts with a J? There's King Jehu Jezebel. Jezebel's like the famous like yeah wayward woman. Yeah, yeah she's a slut. <laughs> yeah, well, she's the wayward. She's the evil witch queen. Fuck! I saw this. I watched uh, Cape Fear. Yeah. Finally finished the movie for the first time, and the whole I didn't realize it was a remake from the '60s because the whole premise is bananas. And I was like, this must be the most woke person ever that wrote this movie. What is the movie? But it's not. It's just. I'm- Cape Fear? Okay, so the whole premise is this guy goes to prison, right? The lawyer sends him there by hiding evidence, right? He brutally beat and raped a woman, did 14 years. And the lawyer hid evidence that would have partially exonerated him. Did he do this crime? Yes. Okay, so he did the the crime. Yes, the lawyer hid evidence that would have exonerated him. His defense lawyer. His defense lawyer because he knew the guy did the crime. Yeah, okay. And the guy's done it twice before and, like, got off. Okay, Got off. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole... The, the, I'm not a two-year-old. I can listen to a story without hearing an innuendo and jumping on it. The fucking... The ev- the evidence is... Bana- I thought it was like a, the wokest movie ever, and they were like mocking whatever. The evidence is that she fucked three guys in one month. That's the evidence? That was the evidence that would have totally exonerated him in the movie. How would that have exonerated she's him? she's a whore now. Oh. And whores love getting <laughs> fucked. This is they made the he remake. He brutally beat and raped her. When's this, and the evidence was When's the new movie come out? It, it came out in the 90s. The original one is in the 60s. They wouldn't make that movie now. Oh, hell no. No. But I thought the 90s movie was like so woke. It was like this is what it's like yeah. to be a woman. But then I found out it was like in the 60s and they were probably talking about the 40s and I'm like 
Eh, that might have been a thing at one point. It was so it was so ridiculous. I couldn't stop talking about it the whole movie. Like the premise of the movie didn't make any sense. And then so what he escapes from then prison. Then he, sca- he gets out of prison and stalks their family and tries to kill them all. But they get they get him at the end. Yeah, well, yeah. Who pretty knows? Much. Pretty much. I just needed to know. I can't. Have you ever dressed up as a woman for like Halloween? Yeah, I fucking do it. I said I was gonna say I knew the answer to that. I've dressed up like women and played a whole rugby game. Do you think that's gonna be like the next thing that no. you're not allowed to do? No, man, because that's actually they have to let you do that. Why? Because that's LGBTQ. So if you don't do, if they make fun of you for that, then all of a sudden they're not woke, right? It's a good point. But what if you're? What if they say you're mocking it? What if you put like grapefruits in your tits and now you're mocking a trans person? Uh, I, I have a feeling it's going to happen, <laughs> straight up. Well, you're not. I understand that no, no one is. No, I what? No, but I fully was. <laughs> That's the thing. What do you mean? Well, I'm dressing like a girl, not because I it, I feel empowered or well, I'm just dressing like a girl to because it looks funny. Because it's funny. But you're not mocking. I'm mocking anybody. We're just dressing like girls. Mm-hmm. I guess you like. I guess you, we'd be mocking ourselves. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Look how stupid I look. But I don't think anyone would. No one would jump to that conclusion. They would just think that you're a gay dude or a trust cross-dressing person. I think people are going to start. I mark my words. Nobody here. goes up to Brie and just thinks like. No, no, no. no. I don't mean <laughs> are regular. You That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. But hear me out. Halloween. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of weird. I should fucking start this. Oh, that would be awesome. I mean, dude. It wouldn't be awesome. That would be awesome. Dude, Dude let's, fucking... let's join in. Make everything bad. No. Yes, let's do it. Dude. Kyle. Civil war. Civil war. See, I think that that's, yeah, I never mind. I like how you think I have the power to do that, though. I don't think also, that you have the awesome. power. I really appreciate your respect for me, dude. No, the the piling on making things more divided is definitely not a good plan. Divide the world. That's what Did I Did we say. get any emails this week, Kyle? We have two percent, so let's see how uh, how quick I can read this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, almost there. Okay, we got. Uh, shouldn't put her name in the bottom, so I'm not going to read it. Everyone's fucking name is associated, like first and last name, and sometimes business with their email, and they give me this information. <laughs> Shocks me. She's like, moral question for Caleb. I'm really enjoying your podcast. I'm way back in Deuteronomy, but I have a couple of weeks off work and hope to binge as much as possible. So I don't expect to hear the answer to this email for a while, but hey, patience is a fruit of the spirit. It is. That sounds like a church thing. Do you know all the fruits of the spirit? I don't know what the fuck that even means. Those are the fruits of the spirit. Is one an apple? No, they're like joy, peace, patience. Is that a church thing or it's a yeah, Jesus I think Jesus talks about the fruits of the spirit. So this person knows the Bible. Yeah. Okay. A little background before my question. I stumbled upon this podcast because I'd started a job at a Christian workplace. I can't believe people fucking I commend anyone to be able to listen to this if you're Christian. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> she started a job at a Christian workplace. It doesn't make her Christian. How? I mean, the fucking Chick-fil-A, their owners That doesn't cr- mean, that's not a Christian. If she says she works for Chick-fil-A, no, I'm going to throw this against the wall. But they fucking make you sign shit like you can't say certain things, or I don't know what the fuck it is, but I know they're in, they're in the news all the time for being this overtly Christian organization. Are, yeah. The guy says a lot of shit. And, like, you but. can't, I'm pretty sure you have to, like, not be gay to work there and stuff like that. 
I don't know if that's true. That's I'm making wildly shit up. inaccurate. <laughs> they make people sign shit like that, don't they? Do they not? You were they not? Us? Weren't they in the news for doing that no. not long ago? No, they were in the news with their founders saying a bunch of. It might have been anti-gay. It might have been Christian. I don't know what. I think it was both. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not like can't be a fag to work here. I think you have to like sign off on their ethics. That's, you can't do that. They do it at my Christ- at the Christian school. It's wildly illegal. At the school that I graduated from, you have to you can't be gay. You literally have to sign like we have a Christian ethic at this organization. Where? And it it says that. They fucking say that. Your work? Not my work, my school. That's which is a private unbelievably school. illegal. They do it at Simon Fraser University. You have to live a Christian lifestyle. It's illegal. Can't be gay. They can't write that in the thing, though. They can say Christian lifestyle. You have to. Okay. I don't know why I end up arguing with you on these. I, I've been told that they say that. I don't know that it's true. That I'll leave it there. It can't be. You know, they would get sued a billion times over. They have got sued. That's why they're in the news. All right. I don't like. I'll leave it there. I mean, fair, but I would bet a lot of money, and I don't even know the answer that they don't do that currently. Okay. Just like, how much money do you have to lose to just be like, yeah, we don't, we have our gay pledge when you can just do that anyways without writing it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Like, it's like in it's your like fucking... not hiring someone and going, yeah, it's because of uh, it's because you're Asian. It's in our charter. You know that you just go, no, you're not qualified. If you're racist, you don't go, yeah. No, it's because you're Asian. They, you just you just go. No, it's not going to work out. They live by the biblical mandate, dude. That's Fair what enough. it says. That's what they, that's. What if least... you're allowed to actually legally discriminate? Because the laws of of being allowed to express your religious freedom are in most North American legislature, right? So if it says in your religious book. What does it say about gay people in the Bible? They're detestable. Yeah. They should be thrown off roofs. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really not good. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that bad. <laughs> Just thrown off roofs? No, that's in the Quran. In the Bible, oh, it says, okay. I think that it says they should get stoned in the Bible. Oh, that's not even worse. I mean, not even yeah, <laughs> not better. better. Yeah. All right. It says they should be put to death. I know that. I mean, who's going to disagree with that, though? Really, when you think about it. All of modern society. <laughs> a little background to my question. Some upon this podcast, I started to draw a Christian workplace and needed to up level my Bible knowledge without boring myself to death. That's a, I like how every that's every a person Christian person that listens to this podcast is like I can't listen to the other ones. They're so boring. <laughs> so they listen to the most offensive reading of the Bible on earth. Literally the most <laughs> offensive reading of the Bible on earth. Man, I, they're I, like, well, it's not boring, and I'm technically reading it. That fucking rules. That's, that's actually true. I, we got to we got to be the most. Offensive. We are easily the most. Offensive. Jesus is a rape baby. That's got to be. Oh out god, there. that is the funniest. <laughs> I got to get that clip and post it. That is so funny. Jesus is a rape baby. I mean, that's pretty awesome to have the most offensive reading of the Bible. When you say it like that, we was, have to we have to write that on a poster. Yeah, the most offensive way to read the Bible. Huh. I mean, we haven't burned down any churches yet. That's awesome. Yet. The black metal oh, we'll scene should, in 1990 in the Norway, they they are really the most badass, but we're not burning down any churches, Kyle. I don't believe in that. <laughs> Kyle's like, we should, we should, we should burn, down, burn down a church. You know how famous we'd be in prison? Yeah. We could just say, just we'll spray paint BLM on it and then burn it down, <laughs> and then we'll get away with it totally. <laughs> it's a protest. 
<laughs> we're protesting whatever. I don't even know what at this point. And you to <laughs> we're pr- canceling God. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. For his anti woke two thousand year old boomer humor book. It really is though. Yeah, it sucks. It's, yeah. I don't. So what's I don't, your question? You I don't. Ag- I don't agree with thing. almost anything in there. In this fucking. In this fir- in the first podcast, Caleb mentioned being someone who worked within a Christian space. Legit. Still do. The boss of one, <laughs> actually. Keep going. Could you imagine? You're like a Jehovah's Witness, and you're at a charity, and your bo- <laughs> your boss that you work under is like. You stupid fucks, there's no <laughs> island. Your underwear doesn't do shit, and you're all idiots. <laughs> you have to be like, oh, good morning. <laughs> that is bananas. Those people are, I hope they lived a bad previous life because they're being tortured right now. I wasn't really their, their boss. I was the guy. I was just the, the guy who told them what to do. <laughs> Otherwise known as a boss. <laughs> The guy who controls the money. All right, in the first podcast, yeah, Christian Space, spreading this bullshit but not believing it whatsoever. Yeah. If I was a Christian woman, which I am. No, she said she works at man, maybe. No, she just said. She just said. Oh, which she is. Yeah. Okay. I if thought, I was a Christian woman. I thought you added that because you looked at me, which I am. Well, it's hilarious yeah. that she said it like that. Yeah. If I was a Christian woman, which I am. Okay. If I was gay, which I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Am I gay? If I was. (laughs) I'd want equal rights. If I was a Christian woman, which I am, for all intents and purposes. What the fuck does that mean? Does that mean you scammed your way into a job and have to say I'm a Christian woman? Yes, I think that's what I think she had to sign what (laughs) I was talking about. I think you might be right. Uh, I might suggest that God guided me. To find the Bible Beaters podcast. Yeah. That's a good point. So she's, yeah. I mean, it's, reality is the way it is because God wanted it that way. That's Ooh. the only thing that you can surmise. So if you did find it, God intended you to find it. Essentially, I find myself in the same predicament as Caleb. Oh, <laughs> fucking nailed it. I have a great job at a Christian school surrounded by the sweetest, most supportive coworkers. The catches. That I have to pretend to believe in this ridiculous shit and actively spread it to children. See, that's... Oh, that's that's too much. You have your moral quandary. Mm -hmm. So, the way I deal with this moral quandary is I, by day, go go up and post those fucking bullshit videos to YouTube and... (laughs) Pay, pay the fucking bills to spread the fucking advertising on Facebook. God and then I leave and I come here and I go, that's the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> we have that's our, how I live with myself. We won't be successful until our following is bigger than your parents' following. What you can do, yeah, that's really the metric. That's yeah. the only way I can say that I've done. Like, And then we can kill ourselves a Undone all the good or the bad that they... So, for your situation, working at a Christian school, um, it's a tough one. I would say there's two things you can do. Well, there's a number of things. But number one, you could just, you know, suck it up, pretend, and keep your good job. And just, like, it's really not such a bad way to live your life. It's not. And here's the thing. If if you do the the watered-down Christian version, yeah, it's, it's fine. People cherry-pick the nice it's things, actually, and that's okay. It's actually kind of good yeah. to have a community like that. I've been saying... I've been really it's better than how people live now. I've been talking about this with a lot of people. Like, I think that getting together with a group of people once a week 
is really good for everybody in society. And there's not a lot of places that do that anymore. Comedy, baby. We get comedy. Yeah. I used to have rugby. Rugby's a great community. And the church, honestly, sure, it, I always it's, had a, sports. it's a great community. But so many people don't have a community. And so I think it's important. And it is important. And it's great to, like, I don't know, like my church, we had fun shit for kids. Like, I went out. Kids always talk about how they hated church. I had so much fun at church almost the whole time. And then when I was like 14, 15, I sure. just fucked off and climbed on roofs with my friends. And I'd put it this way. The person, someone's going to replace you mm-hmm. if you quit, right? Do you think you would do a better job of uh, guiding these kids yeah. than the average person who's going to replace you? If the answer is yes, then keep doing it. That's My second point was you can always be the uh, critical thinker. The snake in the grass. The apple in the tree, if you will. Sna- that's a, I mean, that's a little nefarious if your whole goal is to trick them. But I corrupt I could, all these Christian. Kids. I had a, I had a teacher. It was probably one of, one of my favorite teachers, and I'm convinced he wasn't a Christian, but he worked at a Christian school because sure. he, he needed a, a job. job, and he knew knew the story well enough. But he was the critical thinking teacher. He's always go, you know, what what's another scenario or what's another way or, you know, he would he would make us like get sources. From not the Bible and like stuff like that. So, but the Bible has all the answers. I understand. I'm I don't know what age you're teaching. If it's little little kids, you almost have to just tell them the stories. And I don't know what you do. But for like, I mean, that's when they're the most susceptible. Well, they're susceptible all the way up. I think like young teens, I think are the most susceptible. Honestly, little little kids, they just whatever you put in, they're gonna spit back out. But when they're, I don't know. I when I was grade seven, grade eight, that's when I started questioning my faith, right? Yep. So, and that's when I started to ask questions that people didn't have answers <laughs> towards. And that teacher, you know, kind of poked me in the right direction. You know, maybe read some other books about this. And then, you huh? Know, the the apologetics. Maybe he wasn't Christian. I don't think that he was. That's funny. But uh, so we had to do like Christian perspectives class. So One he of was, our- he was a snake in the grass. He wasn't necessarily a snake in the grass. Well, here's the thing. If you ask a question that every other person is going to be like, God has the answer, read the Bible, and he goes, that's a really good question. (laughs) should probably look at this book for this answer. That is... He didn't tell me what books to read, but he said read more books. Yeah, well... Yeah, God is not great. (laughs) I think you might find your answer in God is not great. Is that Nietzsche? Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah. Essentially, if I myself, I had to switch. <laughs> we switched devices. Switch devices. The catch is, pretend to believe in it, and actively spread it to children. So I live in this schizophrenic duality of teaching Bible lessons to driving home and cathartically laughing to both of you <laughs> ragging on this fucking book. <laughs> that rules. That's That was literally our goal from the beginning that I never thought would happen, by the way. <laughs> I couldn't imagine people who are religious or worked within a religious community God, finding this somehow. That's what I told you. I told you everybody like me, everybody that grew up in church mm. or everybody that's kind of in church and kind of not really, yep. and everybody that's like, goes to church because their family goes to church it's like half of the u.s they all love this fucking podcast <laughs> that that rules as a school we do a lot of good for our students and to be honest with you some of these kids really fucking need jesus <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing man it is an effective tool for tricking dumb people to behaving I, better i wholeheartedly believe that it's unfortunate that you have to do it but a friend of mine came to that same conclusion and then I mocked him, and then he created his own god where he's the god. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, I think it's worse. <laughs> I think this just got worse. 
where his god is every uh, psychedelic ever, and he finds out by taking them that he's the actual messiah. True story. <laughs> so I feel like I'm a good person doing good things. I just wonder if there is spelt there wrong. If there is ultimately a consequence for being so dishonest. There's no time. consequences ever for no. anything. No. Um, I, I mean, like eternal consequence. There's. I think that's what they meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds like that you can live with yourself. It sounds like you like your school and you're doing good things. Well, just to think of like that. If you stop doing it, right? You're going to be replaced. Is that person going to do a better job I would, at guiding these kids than you? I would if you re- think the answer is yes, then quit. If you think the answer is no, then keep doing it. Very practical advice from Kyle. And I would say uh, little things. I would say don't wash, don't uh, whitewash or wash or not read the inconvenient parts of the Bible. Those are it's important that they know what's in there because people grow that is up. A good point. Because people grow up and they don't hear the bad parts. How could anyone pu- like? Well, most Christians don't punish you for that at exactly. your school, though. Well, most Christians, mo- that's uh, like I said over and over. Most Christians don't know what this fucking book says, mm-hmm. and then you read it. They go, "That's in there," and then we go, "Yeah, you actually say that you believe that," and they go, "Whoa, <laughs> I don't really know that I believe that. I believe the nice parts." Well, now you have to believe it all. Exactly. Yeah. So. They go, so my question is this. How much of a disingenuous person am I to be profiting off of pretending to be a Christian? Same as stop, me. Should I stop leading a double You're life? You're the same as me, and yeah. uh, I don't know. I feel like we answered that already. No, they want to know on what scale of a disingenuous person they are. That was the actual question. Okay. How much of a disingenuous person am I to be profiting off oh, pretending man. to be a Christian? How much? Well... Because you're 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 a school teacher on a so, scale of so one you're not to, profiting that much. No, so on a scale of one to Caleb, we'll make <laughs> Caleb a ten. I'm not profiting very no. much either. I get on a scale pe- of one to Caleb. I get peanuts. That's like how I live with myself. I don't take any hardly any money. You have like eight cars from God. No, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one car from God. <laughs> one car multiple times. Yeah. I'm just busting. People balls. give me cars, but they're <laughs> shitty used cars. That is true. Dude, if you're getting Lamborghinis, I'd say between six and seven. Six, I'd say yeah, you're a you're a five. It's closer to seven. You're a five. We don't know what you look like, but in this, you're a five. Six point six six. P.S. Just noticed you guys have put up some podcasts on YouTube. Wow. Going by voice alone, I expected Caleb to be the attractive one. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. I think that's a that's a double insult, but I'll take it. She's <laughs> saying your voice sounds sexy, but I look sexy. My voice. All right. Oh yeah, dude. Is that even in there, or did you just add that on the end to read it out I don't know why you think I do that. Because I feel like you're the type of guy that opens his shirt on a podcast (laughs) and reads stuff like that. right there, dude. All right. (laughs) Well, thanks for the email. You can check out My Sexy Self and Caleb's Troll Body on YouTube slash Bible Beaters. Is it The Bible Beaters or Bible Beaters? You made the channel, dude. It might be The Bible Beaters. You know what? Type them both in and see what happens. I type in Bible Beaters, and it comes up. That's good, because it didn't for a while. Well, because it was brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Play us out, Young T. Young T, low T. And uh, Bible Beaters <laughs> at Instagram, I think. <laughs> Fucking going to go puke.